Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Has it ever occurred to you that your arrogant positions about right and wrong in life are blocking your peace of mind? Well, today, we're gonna use the game changer process to recontextualize right and wrong in favor of being at peace. Let's see if we can cure your arrogance right now. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I wanna help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. Now look, to be at peace, you must actually cure yourself of arrogance. And to cure your arrogance, you have to see the source of your arrogance. And that's exactly what we wanna to do today. So let's start with this idea. Everyone you know, me, you, everybody, everybody, is essentially being run by the drunk monkey in their head. And underneath the drunk monkey are the hidden motives to survive. So the hidden motives are the motivation for the monkey to speak. And the monkey speaking is telling you what to do and how the world is and what life is all about. And, and we're listening to it like it's a trusted advisor. But look, here's the thing. Very, very few people are committed to becoming enlightened beings like you. And the key to becoming free in your mind is the game changer process. So you gotta change the game from defensive and reactive to offensive and proactive. Awareness is the key. And so here is the game changer process. Awareness makes you flexible, which reveals new options and that gives you power. Awareness makes you flexible. Flexibility reveals new options, and options give you the power to make the changes in your life. But you can't make changes if you're unconscious. Change happens when you are conscious of what you're working on. When you are seeing it, you're aware of it, you're acknowledging it. Being conscious is an aspect of enlightened Consciousness. It's an, an aspect of the enlightened state. And the more conscious you are, the higher your level of enlightenment. Dr. Hawkins measured this on his scale of consciousness. And really, all enlightenment or all consciousness measurement is telling you is how much are you seeing? And of the things that you can see, how much are you accepting what you can see? Those are the two key elements. Seeing more, accepting more. Now, self-awareness is the first level of enlightenment, and then it grows exponentially from there. And enlightened states give you the courage to choose what you have not been willing to choose before. And when you choose something new, your life changes. It's so simple. If you choose in the direction of what you want or what's coming through you or this, this whatever your desires are, then your life begins to move in the direction of what your desires are. It's so simple. But there are two pivot points. There's awareness and there's options. So awareness automatically makes you flexible. Sort of like this. The moment you see that you're the one pulling the trigger and shooting yourself in the foot, you automatically go like, whoa. Right? It, it, it like causes you to go, wait a second, wait a second. Whoa, why am I doing that? I have a big hole in my foot and I've been whining and complaining that other people have been putting a hole in my foot and that I'm a victim of that and I just realized it was all me. Instantly, awareness makes you flexible. Then options automatically give you power. So the person with the most options has the most power. And, and most of us actually know the 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 corollary to this. When you feel powerless, 
it's because you don't feel like you have any options. Feeling like a victim is actually a massive reduction in optionality. So the more options you have, the more power you have automatically. So awareness automatically makes you uh, flexible and options automatically give you the power to make the changes that you want. So in today's Daily Enlightenment, we're going to work on some awarenesses and we're going to work on options, but we're really going to get focused in on this option right now. And every new option that you take on has the power to change your life forever. Because each option opens you up to, to, to go beyond the fearful fantasies of the drunk monkey and to see life for what it really is. As your awareness expands, you begin to see that life is actually choices, experiments, options, creations, games. There's nothing serious going on here. Life is just the infinite energy of the universe, that background field of energy and information that is moving in and out of, of this manifest, unmanifest state to a manifest state, right? Ideas and information are, are moving from not here, unmanifest, to here, manifest. And they're moving through you, not from you, per se. So you don't have a goal. You are the goal. The goal is manifesting through you. You are the manifestation. The universe is becoming more conscious. It's becoming more complex. And the universe is expanding. And you are an expression of that expansion. The universe is literally experimenting and has been experimenting with thriving, optimizing for happiness and peace, optimizing for living an amazing life, optimizing for living an enlightened life through you. You are that you are that manifesting. And the only thing that makes life serious is the drunk monkey and all of its stories. So I want to tell you a little story because this is one that helps me remember that it's just about what I'm saying. So there's a master umpire and he's giving a lesson to two younger umpires. He's got a, a novice, you know, sort of a brand new guy and he's got an experienced guy and this master umpire they're sitting in the dugout before they go out on the field and the master umpire sort of looks at these two guys with a sly smile and he asks them both the same question how do you call a strike guys and the novice umpire he just jumps right in right eager to share his knowledge he goes well i watch the pitcher throw the ball and i watch the ball as it comes towards me and then i look to see where it's coming in and then if it's in the strike zone i call it a strike the master umpire looks at the novice one eyebrow up, smiling, shaking his head no in disappointment. The novice umpire's like, what? Shrinking back, what? Wait a second, that was, how is that not the right answer? So the master umpire looks at the other guy. What do you think? What do you got for me? How do you call a strike? Well, the more experienced umpire, he, you know, he just says calmly, look, the ball is either in the strike zone or it's not. And if it's in the strike zone, I call it a strike. And the master umpire looks at him with a smirk, shaking his head no with a disappointment. Now both umpires look at each other like, what? They look at the teacher in disbelief. How could they have gotten this wrong? And the master umpire leans in with a smile with these two guys and looks at him and says, the ball ain't nothing till you call it. The ball ain't nothing till you call it. And that is the lesson for you today. Your life ain't nothing till you call it something. It's not good or bad or right or wrong until you call it something. Life ain't nothing till you call it something. 
So let's expand on this new option. There's nothing wrong in the world until you show up and you label it. There is nothing wrong in the world until you show up and label it. There's nothing wrong with people. What makes something wrong or right? Just your point of view. Now notice how the drunk monkey starts jumping in there and jumping up and down and going, Matthew, what about terrorism? What about, what about the sex trade? What about, you know, what about, you know, people doing bad things? What about babies starving in Africa? There's, this is wrong stuff. And while both you and I would prefer that neither of those things happened, our preference doesn't make them wrong or right. There is no right or there is no wrong in reality. You can't prove that something is right or wrong. You can just prove that something works or doesn't based on expectation, based on preference. That's it. You can prove that something is constructive and, and builds up or destructive and tears down, right? Creative builds up. Entropic entropy build, you know, tears down. Right and wrong? Those are just rules that we follow based on what other people have told us and, and about what we've observed in life and then our preferences. Right and wrong are valuable tools for getting along with the group. So it's important for you to, to look at the rules out there. I'm not saying go out and just disregard all right and all wrong. I know who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to a numbskull here, okay? I'm talking to a person who's devoted to being an enlightened being. And what we're talking about is curing yourself of the arrogance of thinking that your way of thinking is right and other ways, other people's thinking is wrong. Curing yourself of this idea that that thing over there is right and that thing over there is wrong. That What you're essentially doing is putting yourself in opposition to things. And I'm not saying that you don't take a stand for something. You might. You might take a stand. But you take a stand because you want to, not because you're being dragged around by the drunk monkey, not because the drunk monkey is ruling your life. The drunk monkey is tribal. The drunk monkey takes it to the extreme and uses this rightness and this wrongness for selfish purposes. So my question for you today is, where are you being arrogant? Where are you pretending like you know what is right and wrong and you're putting yourself in opposition? You're, you're creating conflict in your life by doing this. What can you practice accepting as a preference? It's what I prefer. It's not right or wrong. It's not good or bad. What can you practice accepting as it is and then releasing your judgment about right or wrong? Today, will you please cure yourself of the arrogance by accepting the situation as it is and then moving forward from there, I want you to leave me a comment about what you're going to release as a position of right and wrong and instead accept that it's my preference. And, the, and just that small little shift, it's my preference, that tiny little shift will actually start to move the Titanic in the direction of being more open, more flexible, more reasonable, being a better listener, being being a better steward of, of kindness and peace in the world. Leave me a comment. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And look, you watch this thing all the way through. You listen to it all the way through. Will you like it for me? 
Will you share this with your other spiritual hooligans? Will you leave me a comment? Those three social actions are very valuable in getting the message out there in the world. These big platforms look at that and they go, wow, okay, well, clearly people are into it. You could also subscribe to my channel. I put out a new daily enlightenment every single day. And then also consider joining us in the Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group. There's a whole bunch of us over there and we're talking about these ideas. I'll put the link below. Thanks again for tuning in to this daily enlightenment.